everyone needs a helping hand from time to time. Families that have children with special needs need it more than most. That's where we come in. The Cooper Foundation. In 2015, Craig and Christine Cooper decided it was time to lend that helping hand. Having a daughter with autism, the Coopers wanted to help families that didn't qualify for assistance. Over the last eight years, we've provided funding for communication devices, summer camps, and other items these children need. The Cooper Foundation continues year after year to extend our reach in the community. We have many projects on the horizon, including our annual fundraisers and our ADA-compliant playground project. Our dedication to children and young adults is something special. For more information, please visit thecoopfoundation.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Heidi and Tony Explore Cleveland. A podcast all about Cleveland and fun things to do. We go exploring. And we go eat. We eat lots. And we enjoy it. So join us as we share these experiences with you. And we hope that these experiences inspire you to enjoy the great city of Cleveland. I wanted to tell you about a TV show that Paul and I watched over New Year's and then a series that we started last night. Okay. What did you watch? The Mole. The Mole. The Mole. It was very interesting. You know, when you say that, the first thing I think about is... Oh, no. Austin Powers. Oh. (laughs) Well... Do you want to talk about Austin Powers? No. Okay. Well, this was a show on Netflix. Okay. And there were, I don't know how many people, 10 maybe? We'll just say, I don't remember the number, but they'll say there were 10 people. And nobody knew who the mole was. We didn't know. The other contestants didn't know. Except for the mole. Except for the mole and the producers of the show. Okay. So they would make these people work as a team together and they would have to put money into the pot together. So they had to do some sort of task, kind of like the Amazing Race a little bit, like those kind of tasks. They would have to do like a task together and then put money into the pot. But it was the mole's job to take money out of the pot. And every task, you know, of course, there were people who would fail or not fail. So you're always thinking, like, is that person the mole? Because they kind of messed up the challenge doing this. Or was that person the mole? Because they're acting too cool. You know, just you're always in suspicion. So then at the end of the task, they would meet together for a dinner And they would have to take a quiz. It was like a 20-question quiz that they each had to take like on an iPad. And it was questions about who do you think the mole is? Does the mole have hair past their shoulders? Does the mole have kids? There were all these like questions. And the person who answered the least amount right, they would get sent home. Oh, my gosh. So you have to be a really good liar. Yes. To be able to be the mole. Yes. Oh, I could never do it. So we watched like all 10 episodes over New Year's. 
This is what we did over New Year's. We watched The Mole. And then last night, we found another series on maybe Peacock. I'm not sure. That was on Netflix. Okay. It's called The Traitors with an S. Okay. And there are three traitors. And there are celebrities mixed in with civilians. And they're living together in this castle in Scotland. But this one is different because we know who the traitors are. There's three traitors, but they were hand-selected. So they all sat at this round table and then with blindfolds on. And then Alan Cummings circled the table like three times and gently touched one person as he was walking. Well, what if somebody thought that they were touched? No, only three people know that they're the traitors. Okay. And then they meet in secret every night and decide who they're going to send home. But they also have to do challenges and there's money at stake and all of that. Okay, so I have questions about the mole. Yes. They all put money in. Is it their own money? No. It's money that they can earn. You can earn up to $50,000 doing this challenge. So one of the challenges, for example, was they were divided into three teams. And one team had to walk their way to an end point. One team had to drive and pick up packages along the way. And one team was on a train. And the other two teams, the team that was driving and the team that was walking, had to get to the end point before the train was at a complete stop at the station. So even if they got there when the train was still rolling, it would have counted. But when they were like walking, they had to pick up packages of money. And then when they got to a certain point of walking, there were bikes. And so they could have cashed in like $2,500 to ride bikes to get there before the train. And then the people driving had to navigate this certain area and find like certain mailboxes that had packages of money. And then the people on the train had to use sticks as the trains were moving and grab bags of cash that were hanging as the train was passing. Ooh. So like this is an actual scenario. There were three people walking. One of the people who were walking was like, moaning the whole time you could have called her Heidi right like she was like oh this is too far I can't keep up right and she's just moaning the whole time so you would suspect that she's the mole because she's not trying her best to get money into the pot there were two people who were driving and one person who kept messing up the directions so is she the mole because she's like navigating in the wrong direction and then they had to turn around you could probably call her Heidi too yes (laughs) and then There was somebody on the train who missed, like, a whole bag with her, like, pitchfork. You know, so did she miss the bag on purpose and not get the bag onto the train? So all three of those people are under suspicion, but there's only one mole. So are two of them just very bad at the game or is one of them the mole you know you never know you don't know until the final episode and so every episode you're like oh now i see this person's behavior but are they told to it was revealed at the end of the show 
that the mole met with the producers before every excursion. Okay, and I get that, but those people that were making those mistakes, were they told to make those mistakes? No, the goal is to get as much money into the pot as possible. Because the one who wins at the end... Gets the money. Okay. So it's like the last man standing. So if I take the quiz and I suspected it was the girl who was navigating the wrong way and I answer all of my quiz questions based on that person, then, you know, I may or may not... I don't want to give away who is the mole and who's not. I'm just giving an example. If I had chosen her, right, then I may or may not go home. Right. Because my quiz questions would have all been based on that person's particular. Right. And then I would have not picked the right person for the mole. So then I would have been sent home. So it went down to the three people. There was the mole because the, the mole never was kicked out of the game. And then there was two finalists that it went down to. And the person said that they met with the producers and were told to sabotage where the other people were trying to keep money into the pot. Okay. That makes sense. It was a very interesting concept. But then I was like, oh my gosh, there's this exact same concept with celebrities on Peacock. Now I want to watch both of them. You should. So traitors, but there's three of them. Yeah. And how many about is it about the same amount of people? No, or there's there more? twenty people on traitors. Okay. Or twenty I think there's twenty people on traitors. And those celebrities are people from Survivor, Big Brother, Amazing Race, Below Deck. Oh, so people who are already on reality TV reality, shows. Yes. Uh Desperate Housewives. Also, Ryan Lockie is on it. So anyways, we only watched one episode, but in the same fashion as The Mole, we had to watch the first half of the second episode to see who was kicked out. This is called Who Was Killed. They kill off these members. And there's a preview of graves that they're like laying in. And I'm like, I'm not watching where they go into these graves. Like, actually, like... Oh, my gosh. That sounds so good, though. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, they agreed to this. It's not like they're... Well, I don't know if in the contract was you're going to be laying in a six-foot hole. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. They would have to agree to it. I don't know. So that's that's what we've been watching. Oh, now I need to watch these shows. Wow. Okay. And then we're also watching the John Krasinski, Jack Ryan series on Amazon. Okay. Have you watched those? No, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to lie. I can't see John Krasinski as Jack Ryan. Why? He's not bad. Okay. Paul says that about Tom Hanks with a man called Otto. He's like, I don't see Tom Hanks being Otto. Because we we read that book when we first started dating. Mm Mm-hmm. And he thinks Bill Murray would have been the better choice. Okay. It's the same thing that you're talking about. Like, he doesn't see Tom Hanks fitting that role. And you don't see John Krasinski fitting that role. No, not at all. Because of Alec Baldwin or? Because of John Krasinski. Oh, okay. Do you think he's too, like, dry, sarcastic? Because of The Office. Yeah, dry, sarcastic. Well. I mean, I loved him in The Office. I'm I'm not saying that he... I think he's a great actor. Mm-hmm. 
and I, I, I love him. Well, that's what I told Paul. I'm like, it's called acting. They get different roles. Yes. And I will tell you, like, I love Denzel Washington. Mm-hmm. I think he's a wonderful actor. I, he's a wonderful human being. His acting is phenomenal. But I do not like when he plays a mean actor. Like when um, Training Day, when he was in Training Day. I hated that movie. Well, I mean, I think you're supposed to. I mean, I think that you're supposed to hate that movie and you're supposed to hate him in it. Oh, I did. It was horrible. I could not. I can't watch that movie again because of that. I mean, that's a pretty heavy movie. It, yes. So because I love Denzel Washington so much and because of the character he was in that movie, I cannot. It's just such a big difference of how of what he play has played. Even in Flight. I didn't see Flight. Flight was a good movie. He was kind of the bad guy in Flight, but you can sympathize with it. Even in the, and I cannot re- remember the name of this this movie either, but I'm talking about this the movie where he was the father of a child that was dying. The child was in the hospital, and he went into the hospital and held oh, them hostage. Oh, I remember that. I remember that movie. And even in that movie, like you were on John his Q. side. Yes, Wasn't it called John Q. Yeah, you were on his side in that movie, and he was the bad guy. Kind of. But again, I think Training Day, you're not supposed to like him in Training Day or the situation that's going down. It's about dirty cops. Yes. But anyways, so that's kind of... And I know it's a different situation with Jack Ryan. Uh Uh-huh. But it's... You're going from... But that's what actors thrive for. Yeah. I mean, people thought that about Jason Bourne. With Matt Damon. Yes. Very true. And I think Matt Damon is amazing as Jason Bourne. Yes. You're you're right. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I remember my friend saying when we saw a preview at the theater, I just can't see Matt Damon as an action star. I remember that. Yeah. And he's one hell of an action star. Yeah. I don't mind the John Krasinski, Jack Ryan series. But I will say some of it is a little heavy for me. I don't mind all that. I can get into the action and if there's blood, guts, and gore. and No, I meant just like the story in general. That's I don't mind the Jack Ryan story. Yeah. Line. That doesn't bother me. Although I do mind all the blood and fighting and stuff too. I don't mind that at all. Then you would like Jack Ryan. It's not Jack Ryan that bothers me. It's John Krasinski. I'll I'll take a look at it. Okay. I'll check it out. I mean, we're on like season three, I think. Yeah. I mean, I watched Handmaid's Tale. I watched Handmaid's Tale. And that was pretty intense. Oh, I know. I wouldn't watch Handmaid's by myself. I made Paul watch with me. Oh, I watched it by myself. Whew. I wouldn't be able to do that. Yeah, I watched that by At myself. least not the first couple of seasons. Yeah. I kind of wanted more. <laughs> okay. You know, John Krasinski, do you know who his best friend is? I do know this. 
Who? You must not if it's taking you so long to figure it out. No, it's... Who is it? Is it Will? Yes. Will Arnett. It is. <laughs> oh, this gives me another reason to hashtag Will Arnett in this episode. <laughs> so, <laughs> Heidi was posting. Yeah, on social media. Yes. And I noticed that she hashtagged Will Arnett. Will, if you're listening, please reach out to Heidi. Oh, please do. She's in love with you and she just needs to talk to you. She needs to hear your voice. I I literally silence the entire household. Every time your voice is on the television. Wait, I got to tell this story. (laughs) Do you know what I'm going to tell? From when we were in Amish country? (laughs) Yes. Tell it. So Tony and I went to Amish country over the Christmas New Year's break with our friend Emily. And we were watching TV. It was later in the evening. We are watching TV. And I did my typically, shh, shut up, everybody. Will Arnett's on the TV. No, that she did not say that. Well, that's what I... That, that she, when Heidi does that, you shut your mouth or she's going to freak out on you. Because Will is talking. She doesn't tell us that, though. Like, I know what she means. Emily did not... Well, but that's not even the point of the story. (laughs) Emily says, oh, you know whose voice I really like? (laughs) The person who plays Job on Arrested Development. And I was like, yeah, Will Arnett. And she was like, no, no. It's the guy who plays on Arrested Development. I really like his voice. Not this guy's voice. I'm like, it's the same guy's voice. And then she had to look it up. And she was like, Oh, <laughs> I don't know. I just thought that was it, hilarious. Yeah, because, because he has different voices. Yeah, so then I played her a YouTube video, and I said, here, and he was actually doing the GMC commercial on Jimmy Fallon or something, or I think it was the other Jimmy. Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah, and Emily's like, no, I don't like that voice. And I was like, okay, but it's literally the same. We're, we are literally talking about the same person. Yes, but if you listen to his, GM, his GMC commercial and his Reese's commercial, they are different voices. Yeah. You know he does GMC commercials now on Smartless. Does he? Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, I know. Will... I'm definitely hashtagging Will now. He's gotten a full, like, three minutes of talk time. Will, if you're listening, please. Did you know there was a little girl who had a Will Arnett birthday party? I think you told me about that. I'm pretty sure you told me about and J- that. Again, Jimmy. What's his name? Jimmy. Jimmy Kimmel. Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel had Will Arnett on and then he zoomed in this little girl and she got to meet him. Oh but my she gosh. had t-shirts with his face I on. I think I saw that episode. And none of her friends, I mean, I think she was like nine years old, and none of her friends knew who Will Arnett was. That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah she and I'm, I could be like presidents of the fan club. I'm sure. I'm sure you could. Yes. She Anyways. Knows everything about Will Arnett. Anyways, we uh, we should move on. We should move on to what this episode is actually about. What is it about? Nano Brew. Nano Brew down in Ohio City. Ohio City again. Yes. 
We have our favorite places. Well, Cleveland has hot spots. Yes. And this is definitely a hot spot. This has always been a hot spot for me, Ohio City. And who drove this time? Tony did. I did. And while we were driving, first of all, you took us in a very scenic route. Okay, so what happened was I had my GPS set to no highways. Which I picked up on. I'm like, do you have this thing set to no highways? And then I remembered that I had... We had a snowstorm, and I did no highways because there was an accident on the highway. And I didn't want to go home on the highway because of the accident, so... So we took a scenic route. We did. But it was nice. It was. And then while when we got to Lorraine Road on West 25th, or we were approaching Lorraine Road on West 25th, Tony said, where do you think we're going to park? I said, oh, we're going to find street parking. Now, mind you, this was a Saturday night. Yes. At dinner time. Yes. And she said, we are not going to find street parking on a Saturday night. I And I did. I That is what I said. <laughs> and I said, oh, look, there's a spot right there. And we... <laughs> we parked. Right, no problem. Right there in the street. <laughs> Free parking. Free parking. And we got out of the car and Heidi said... You parked as far away from this restaurant as you possibly could have. Yes. <laughs> Which it was not that far. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, yeah, I thought that that was good. See, if you put it out there in, in the universe, it happens. it happens. Yeah. It does. And there there were several spots as we were walking. Yeah. That, that were on the street that were open. Yeah, closer. Yeah, they were closer. See, I'm just like that girl on that mole show. <laughs> Heidi's the mole. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. So we had our free street parking. But as we've said in other adventures from West 25th, there is a back parking lot that you can park in. That you have to pay. Yes. But it's not very expensive. It's not. But we were there on the weekend and we did the free street parking. So. Yeah, absolutely. And it was very us. busy. It was. There were a lot of people walking around. Well, there are a lot of establishments. Absolutely, there are. In that section. And it was a hopping night. It was. It was really hopping. Anyways, we went to the Nano Brew. We did go to Nano Brew. We did not have to wait to be seated. No, we didn't. So they have three different bars. I know. It was much bigger than I anticipated. Yeah. Or that I remembered. I had never been there before, so. I had never been as Nano Brew. Okay. But I was there a while back when it was called the Garage Bar. Okay. So they have three different bars. Right. Across like three different storefronts is is what it seems. Yes. But they they all connect. There's no cool basement like at Brightside. Right. But they do have basement for storage and there's a bathroom down there. And that bathroom downstairs does have a changing table. Okay. And how many stalls does it have? I think there was just three down there. We were seated pretty much immediately, and we were seated pretty close to the door. And it was cold. It was cold when people were coming in and out. It wasn't too bad after we sat there for a little while and and had our drinks in us. (laughs) I was not chilly, but I prefer the colder weather. You do. So I was okay with it. Heidi likes warmth. We probably could have requested to not sit so close to the door. I don't but think we, we could have. We probably could have, but we would have had to wait. Oh, okay. 
So we were fine with sitting by the door. Heidi kept her coat on for a little bit. She did end up taking it off a little bit later. But this place does take reservations. And we were told at 830 we had to be out of there, which was It was like minutes. an hour and a half. Yeah, 90 minutes. Yeah. And we were fine with that. It was not a big deal. Our server, Andrew, came over. And we put an order in. Heidi actually ordered for me. I did. For our flight. Yes. So a flight is four beers, four and a half ounces each. And it was $12. Which I thought was pretty good. I thought so too. For four and a half ounces of beer. Right. That I couldn't finish. I'm not a fan of beer, but I drank quite a bit of beer. But again, that's why I like flights because then you can try different types of beers and not commit to a full beer. Yes. But before we get into what beers we had, I think we should take a break. We definitely should take a break. (laughs) So we will be back after these messages. Stay tuned. If you like this podcast, we ask that you like, follow, share, or leave a review. If you visit any of the places we've talked about, please let us know about your adventures on our social media pages. We look forward to your comments. Now let's get back to our adventures. Welcome back from the break. All right, so where we left off was our flights. Ooh, our flights. Mind you, I'm not a beer drinker. Heidi chose my flight. I will say for Nano Brew, they actually have pre-made flights. They do. And choose your own. They have Market Garden Brewery Flight. They have the Light and Bright Flight. They have a Hoppy Flight. And then they have the Pick Your Own Flight. Now, these are subject to change at any time. Right. So that's what was available when we went. And we chose to pick your own. Heidi knows I like fruity stuff. Well, you kept saying, I want fruity beers. You told our server to just pick random beer for you. I did. And I was like, hold on. I'm going to figure this out. So she got me the Market Garden Brewery Lemon Shandy, the Market Garden Brewery Frosty Lime Wit, Market Garden Brewery Festive Holiday. Now she got me... That because I've been wanting to try like Christmassy beers. Over the month of December, you kept saying, did you get me any Christmas ales? I want to try Christmas ales. Yes. She got me Magis Semi-Dry Cider. And that's the one you really like the most, I think. I Yes. And Victory Brewing Merry Monkey Belgian Style Ale. The... Magis semi-dry cider is made with freshly pressed apples. I said it tasted <laughs> like apples. You did say that. I forgot you don't like apples. I remembered you didn't like pineapple. I forgot you didn't like apples. I said it tasted like apples, and I actually enjoyed that one. Yeah, you did like it. And I had Heidi taste it. I was like, this really tastes a lot like apples, but I really like it. And I had her taste it, and she was like, oh, I don't like that one. What is that one? And I told her what it was, and she's like, oh, my gosh. Why would you make me taste that? Because I do not like fruity beers. (laughs) I'm not a fruity beer person. So (laughs) 
But I really, really enjoyed, I did not like the Christmas ones. The, you did not. I didn't. But I really, really enjoyed the lemon shandy and the lime wit and the the cider. You did. So those were the three that I did drink most of. We each got an extra beer in our flight, which was only $3 extra. Mm-hmm. And then Heidi got the Market Garden Brewery Citramax IPA. The Market Garden Brewery Snow Garden Winter White, the Market Garden Brewery Franklin Castle Pumpkin Spice Ale, the Three Floyds Zombie Dust, and then she got the Market Garden Brewery Beastie American Stout. What was your favorite out of those? I will tell you what was my least favorite was the stout. But she didn't look at stout. I didn't. I saw the word beastie and we had to order from our phone. Because it was just like Brightside. You had to click on the barcode to get the menu. Right. So I was trying to hurry up and order all of the beers. And I saw a Beastie and I assumed it was an IPA. But it was a stout. And I do not do stouts. But what was my favorite? But if you like, listen, if you like coffee and chocolate, that's that's the one for you. Oh, people love the stouts for that. Yeah. Yeah. I am not a coffee person and it smelled like coffee. coffee. Yeah. <laughs> so anyways, I w- and I even asked him, I said, which one is this again? Like, which one did I order? Right. So I didn't realize I had ordered a stout. That was my fault. But I drank all the rest of mine. Which one was your favorite, though? Did you have a favorite? No, you didn't like the Garden Winter White either. Oh, is that the one the, I didn't like? The Snow Garden Winter White. I thought that was great. I mean, probably because the word winter is in it. I should have known not to get that one. It was very light, very... Because it's a fruity beer. Oh, I thought it was wonderful. It says, <laughs> it says, zesty aroma of coriander. Oh, that is what it smelled like. I kept telling you it smells like a spice or tastes like a spice. It's coupled with... Curacao and Valencia orange peel for a fruity citrus flavor. So it's beer. If it were a drink, she would drink it. But it's also wheat. Unmalted wheat and oats balance. Yeah. it's. It, I thought it was great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that was something that you would gravitate more towards. Oh, for I sure. love IPAs. Yes. And... So the Citramax you really liked because that was an IPA. Yes. And um, I've had Citramax before. You did. She, As she was drinking it, she said, I've had this before. And she said, I have bought this. At the store. At the store. And the guardi- one of the guardians is on the label. Yes. So I looked it up and I was like, you were right. Yeah. I know. She's like, I know my beer. I was like, I just had to see. I'm I'm not a beer con- connoisseur, but I do know some beers. I do recognize some of them. You did like the Franklin Castle Pumpkin Spice Ale. Yes, I do like pumpkin beers. And then the Three Floyds Zombie Dust. You enjoyed that as well? Yes. I mean, honestly, I got the Franklin Castle because it was called Franklin Castle. Okay. We also got appetizers. Yes, we did. And of course, I had to get the pretzel. And they have two different kinds of pretzels. Right. They have the amazing everything pretzel, which comes with cream cheese for dipping. Which I didn't think you liked cream cheese. No, I do like cream cheese. I do not like cheesecake. 
Okay. I don't like sweet cream cheese. Cream cheese is not meant to be sweet. Cream cheese is like in the base of every dip and cheesecake and... Yeah, that's gross. So weird. Okay. And then we also got... Stoner fries. Oh, yeah. The stoner fries. So the stoner fries had... Cheese sauce, chili, scallions, and sour cream. And boy, were those good. I really felt like the sour cream was like an avocado sour cream. I don't know. It tasted really good. All of it was really good. First of all, the stoner fries were large. So, yeah, I was like, maybe we should get, you know, because we planned on getting burgers, too. Mm -hmm. And I said, well, we need to get sides with our burgers because everything's a la carte. Right. You know, because their sides are black beans, fries, tater tots, or a side salad. So Heidi's like, well, maybe I'll get a side salad. And then they brought out the stoner fries, and we were like, okay, never mind. <laughs> I mean, we didn't even eat all the stoner fries. No, we, we made a very small dent in the stoner fries. And I do want to mention, I took one bite of the fries, and I was like, these are garage bar. Yes, you did. I forgot all about anything garage bar, except for the fact that I used to go there all the time. With my rowing team. My very first year rowing, Garage Bar sponsored us. Yeah, you did mention that. We used to sit on the patio, and I think they used to have the kitchen outside where we would order french fries and tater tots, and they would have that seasoning that you would shake all over your fries. Right. So you asked Andrew about it. I did. I said, are these fries the Garage Bar fries? And he said, we're trying to keep things... Garage bar. What did he say? He said they're they're trying to keep a little bit of the garage bar around. Yeah. So they do try to use stuff that the garage bar had. Yes. Originally. Yeah. I mean, as soon as I tasted it, I was like, oh my gosh, this tastes like garage bar. Yeah. It brought back a lot of memories. Those fries were really, really good. They were. It was definitely a lot more than what I was expecting. Oh, yeah. We each ordered a burger. I ordered the spicy and it said it's named one of the 33 best burgers in America by Thrillist. It's a four-ounce Angus smashed patty with cheddar cheese, roasted poblano peppers, caramelized onions, spicy mayo, lettuce, on a fluffy potato roll. And that also comes with the options of being vegan, vegetarian, or gluten-free. Yes. And then I got the acid trip. And I ordered this because of what it said. It said, voted most unique in Cleveland Magazine's Burger Kings. It's a four-ounce Angus smashed patty, cheddar cheese, cabbage vinegar slaw, balsamic reduction, pickled red onion, spicy mayo on a fluffy potato roll. Again, available in vegan, vegetarian, or gluten-free. I thought that that was delicious. Yeah, so we... We tried each other's. Yes. We each cut a little piece off for each other. And I thought it was great, too. Yeah, I thought both of them were really good. I would recommend it for sure. Of course, we didn't eat the full burger because we wanted to have dessert, too. Because what do they have for dessert? Fried Oreos and fried ice cream. Yes. (laughs) So we had to try each of those. Cinnamon ice cream rolled in cornflakes... And dolce la leche, which is vegetarian. 
And the fried Oreos were fried in pancake batter and topped with powdered sugar. And those, honestly, were some of the best fried Oreos I've ever had. Me too. Most fried Oreos, like, there's just so much dough and... Right. You get more dough than you do Oreo. Yeah. And it's it's a nice, even Very amount. Very even. And it's not overwhelming. The dough isn't overwhelming. And you taste the Oreo. You did taste the Oreo. Yeah, I thought, I thought it, was it was delicious. Yes. I want to go back and get some more fried ice cream. I know that's what you were saying today. Yeah, that was so good. It was good. I put the ice cream on top of the fried Oreo. You did. I was like, that's a great idea. It was a good idea. Highly recommend. They have so many different things on their menu, though. They have several different kinds of burgers and sandwiches. Their burgers come in many different options. You can get grilled chicken or fried chicken. You can get a veggie patty. You can get a Beyond Burger. You can get vegan cheese or gluten-free bun. So they do offer a lot of different choices. Yes, and there might be different charges for different items as well. And they also have many different kinds of tacos. Which you can get in either a flour or corn tortilla. And then you can also get chorizo beyond meat, if that's what you choose for your vegan option. They also have sauces. Oh, avocado lime. I really think that that's what was on the fries. It very well may have been. Balsamic reduction, hot lime, chili crema. Nano sauce, ranch, spicy mayo, spicy ranch, and sour cream. And then they also have nacho cheese or cream cheese. Yummy. I'm going to go back there and eat again. <laughs> well, we definitely can. That's and why they we have, do this and they, when we ordered our burgers, they asked if we wanted a single patty or double. Oh, they did. I forgot. The cost was not as much as I expected. I mean, my burger was $9. And so was Heidi's. The fries were 15 which for the amount that they give you, that's a, a deal. And shareable. For definitely more than two people. Yes. <laughs> and then the pretzel was $9 as well. And that's shareable too, unless that's all you're planning on eating. Which for Tony, that might be the case. It, it very well could be. I love pretzels. It's one of the better pretzels that I've had, too, as we've been out and about. What do you think? No, I thought it was pretty good, too. Yeah. And Andrew was a great server. Yes, he was. And took the time to talk to us. It was pretty busy. It started to clear out a little bit as we were getting ready to leave. So we were able to talk to him a little bit before we left. And he did take a few moments to to take that time to talk with us. So... Andrew, thank you very much for taking that time with us. We appreciate it. They also have trivia every Thursday night at 8 p.m. They have brunch on Saturday and Sunday from 11 to 3 p.m. And they have Brew Babes, which is a monthly drag show with Black Mass Cleveland. And they also have a DJ every Friday and Saturday night. They do. This place is dog friendly. Yes. So I wouldn't bring your German Shepherd. Well, and it's probably more acceptable in the summertime when you can sit out on the patio. Yes. Or don't bring your Irish Wolfhound. You know, don't bring the big dogs that are. I didn't see any dogs while we were there. No, I didn't either. But it was more of a a party night. 
you know, I feel like Fridays, Saturday nights are the, the nights that people want to go out into town and have fun. I'm not going to bring my dog. I'm not going to bring my kid. I want to yes. get away from them. Although my kids are older. I was just going to say. I might bring my kid. They have a bathroom downstairs mm-hmm. and they have a bathroom upstairs. If you come in through the back patio area, I believe that's accessible. And that bathroom there is accessible as well. It's probably best to always come through the back patio because that's where the hostess is. So this place is Good Times Great Bar and Burgers in Ohio City since 2012. Yes, and my first time going there. I know, that's what I was just going to say, and it took us 11 years to get there. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I had to do the math there in my head. But they have a lot of different beers on tap. They have different winery selections. They also have cocktails and things like that that you can buy or order. So they do have the different rooms. The one room is called the handlebar. And the other room is called the pedal bar. Yes. So they had handlebars all over the walls in the one room. And I'm guessing where the private event was. There's pedals. There would be pedals. Yeah. Their logo is a bicycle. So they're very bike friendly there. It was really cool. We had a good time. Oh, we really did. Everybody was really friendly. Mm -hmm. The staff were really friendly. And then when we were leaving, I told Tony we should drive past the Heisman Trophy birth house. Yes. Which is right on bridge. And we did drive past it twice. (laughs) And did I see it? No. (laughs) So we're going to drive past it again when it's daylight. And I tried to tell you that. We're not going to be able to see it in the evening. She did. She said that more than once. And I said, I want to drive past anyways. And we did. Twice. And I didn't see it. She did mention that it wasn't in the correct location and that it might not be right on Google. It's better to go in the daytime so you can actually see where you're going. We'll do it in the daytime. Because there was a lot of controversy about what is the actual address, correct address. Yeah. And people, historians fought to make sure that it got corrected to the right address. Yes. But anyways, we tried to do that and then we drove home. We did. Why didn't we drive past the Christmas Story house? Because we weren't in Tremont. We were in Ohio City. Oh. (laughs) I mean, not that far away, but... No, but it was still like opposite sides. It was a great night in Ohio City. And we have more adventures to do in Ohio City that I'm looking forward to. Absolutely. Me too. As always, thanks for listening. Until next time. Heidi and Tony Explore Cleveland was created and produced by Heidi Johnson and Tony Gambino. Please contact us if you are a listener and have suggestions of where we should go next. Or, if you're a local business and you would like us to visit and share our experience, please email us at exploringclevelandht at gmail.com. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast belong to the content creators and not the business, organization, affiliates, or their employees. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only. All rights reserved.